Alan Lazard and the usual suspects return for Aaron Rodgers in 2020, a cast of wide receivers. Many thought the Packers brass would reinforce this past week in the NFL draft. That did not happen. Joining us live, the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee. Wayne, your initial takeaway on what Brian Gutekunst did over the three days of the draft. Well, it was a draft for the future in many respects. Now, I think they'll get something out of a couple of these guys as we go into next year, but um, this is a futures draft. There's no doubt about that. Wayne, which draft pick from over the weekend do you think has the best chance to contribute come 2020? A.J. Dillon, the running back out of Boston College, because running backs generally contribute earlier than other uh, position players. Um, He figures to contribute some, you would think, in this draft early on. Voice of the Packers. Why don't? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Jean. Just going to ask Wayne quick. Uh, Voice of the Packers. Wayne Larrabee joining us live on WTMJ. Wayne, uh, the, the comparisons being made with Aaron Rodgers in the Brett Favre situation that he came in with uh, uh, Love, the quarterback that was drafted Thursday night by the Packers, and uh, and Aaron Rodgers now. But really, I mean, Favre was a guy that was talking about retiring or maybe not coming back for years before Aaron Rodgers came along. Rodgers is a guy that sounds like he wants to play into his mid forties. Yeah, he does, um, you know, and, and he wants to play at least into his 40s. I don't know about mid-40s, but, uh, yeah, he does. So it's a little bit different situation, Gene. Um, and this quarterback prospect they got, they really like. Uh, they think he has all the physical tools. Now, as Brian mentioned, Brian Gutekunst mentioned Saturday, he said the reason the kid was drafted where he's drafted, he's, he has all the physical tools. And you read the scouting reports, he has as much upside from a physical standpoint, as any of the quarterbacks in this draft, okay? Now, what's the difference? Well, uh, certainly performance level uh, at the college game. And, you know, this kid didn't have a whole lot around him last year. But the year before, I think you have to really like his numbers, 30 TD passes, six interceptions the year before when he was playing with a veteran offensive unit. Uh, So uh, this is a prospect they feel they can develop. None of us know if this guy has the knack that separates quarterbacks in this league. And the knack is... The ability to read a defense, read it quickly, uh, concisely, process all the information at the line of scrimmage, and as you step into your your back pedal, by the third, by the time you hit your back foot on that third uh, uh, step, you've got to know what you're going to do with the football, and that's the part that you don't know about any quarterback coming into the league. So, um, but they feel good about Jordan Love long term. Wayne, going into this draft, we knew that wide receiver was going to be a big need for the Green Bay Packers, and it was a historically deep wide receiver draft class, and they come away with no wideouts. Gene alluded to it right off the top. Why do you think they decided not to select any wide receivers? Well, Brian Gutekunst said that uh, after the first um, seven or eight got picked um, early on, uh, they just didn't uh, feel like the guys that were left on the board, at least in their estimation, were going to come in and make a run at, at making this roster. So, um, they went in other directions. And, you know, Brian, we all rate the draft, and we spend three weeks studying for the draft or three months or whatever it is. These guys spend three years on these kids, on this particular draft class. Um, you know, ratings vary widely from team to team, and they vary in huge amounts compared to what we all in the media and our all, all of our draft picks and the former scouts that are doing a lot of these uh, scouting reports that we read. Uh, those uh, evaluations by the teams are, are much different from ours. So uh, I think on draft day and, and draft weekend, you've got to be, you've got to trust your uh, personnel department that they know what they're doing. And by the way, um, you know, if you're thinking about jumping on them and, and criticizing, there'll be plenty of time for that two and three years down the road. But right now, I think you've got to, you've got to, um, you know, trust 
your personnel people that they made the right choices for their team. Wayne, do you think there's being a fundamental shift in Green Bay from throwing the ball to passing the ball offensively? Do you think that's what Matt LaFleur wants to do going forward? Because the draft picks would, would seem to back up that sentiment. Well, that happened, started happening last year. Um, it used to be, you know, in order for the Packers to win, Aaron Rodgers had to have a passer rating over 90. Um, the Packers won when his passer rating was below 90 um, last year. I believe they were, uh, you know, they were like 6-2 and two when his passer rating was below 90 last year. So um, the, the, that meant that there was an emphasis in other areas. And the other area, in my opinion, was running the football, exploiting the talents of Aaron Jones. And um, this A.J. Dillon adds to that. He's a different kind of back. He's a big back with explosive speed. And, uh, you know, kind of like Eddie Lacy without the weight problem, although this kid's got some pretty good weight on him almost 250 pounds in a 5'10 frame. So uh, I, I think this is, uh, uh, th- this is where they're going, and um, it started last year. The voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, live on WTMJ. Appreciate the insights, sir. Certainly a lot to chew on as we look for something to talk about in these sports-deprived times. Stay healthy. Take care, Wayne. Thanks for joining us. Okay, guys.